Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Steve Reeve Podcast. With the best moments from the past week and a few things that didn't make it there. Monday. And Benny and the Jets, 100.5 Cruise FM. And uh, <laughs> there's a great many, many sports disciplines and leagues and tournaments and everyone involved with them. And they have been working very, very hard to keep us all entertained, to be figuring out solutions to problems, workarounds, making sure people are staying as safe as possible. It feels like mountains have been moved to keep the game going in some cases. And I, I just wonder if it's all worth it. And that's not to be disparaging about sport. I just wonder if it's all worth it when I can watch a YouTube video from a guy and his kids putting 100 Hot Wheels cars on a tilted treadmill and be completely exhilarated. Series race number four of the season. We got enough likes last time that uh, we're putting on another demolition derby. Only this time. As fans requested, a 100-car field. <laughs> and then we flash forward into the heat of battle. Surprise, but look at them go right off the back. There's about 15 cars left. Look at the whole group filing back there. McDonald's is holding on. Give me some ketchup. There goes the motorcycle. There goes the camper trailer. What a spin. We've got three, four cars left. <laughs> it's just absolutely Far more entertaining than it should be. So big thank you to the uh, owner of the channel on YouTube, uh, Steve Wilkins and family and company, for the entertainment. Just yesterday, a little bit perplexed by uh, what I saw. Throw pillows in the back of a car that was in front of me. Lovely pillows as well. A touch ornate for my taste, but still, kind of a shale blue base, gold feature embroidery. Two of them, like a mirror's image on either extreme of that back window. And I just couldn't look away for a moment. I was like, what? what is the purpose here? And I was thinking maybe extra headrests, comfort protection, maybe something to put behind the back, a little lumbar support for any passengers that are in there. It was only one one person. It was only the drivers. They weren't even using them. And, uh, you know, I think these things, like, I think they were so ornate, they might have had, like, beads hanging off the edge of them. I- I'd never thought of throw pillows for the car before. You know what I mean? Just classing up the car a little bit. They say you can put throw pillars anywhere, and, it, and it'll, 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 it'll fix that area up. It'll just zhuzh it up a little bit. You're listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. The Simpsons sent up The Smiths on the latest episode featuring spoof 80s sad pop songs written in part by Brett McKenzie of Flight of the Concords. In the episode, Lisa gets an imaginary new friend who happens to be a depressed indie singer from 1980s Britain who seems to have more than a little in common with Morrissey. In fact... Morrissey agrees because, and this will come as a huge surprise, he's not happy about the episode. Ah, uh, go cancel a concert over it. Bedtime Alice Cooper. No, it's not what you think. He's not making eyes at you. It's just Alice Cooper songs have been re-recorded as night-night music on the album Lullaby Versions of Alice Cooper from Twinkle Twinkle Little Rockstar. Sometimes a simple name is the best name. Uh, versions of some of his uh, favorite hits, School's Out, Under My Wheels, Poison, other artists as well, including the Beatles and Metallica, 
are joining the 100 plus song catalog catalog very interesting and it will put you right to sleep and sad news to end off with uh, music news louis louis guitarist mike mitchell of the band the kingsman he has passed away he was 77 years old and actually it happened on his 77th birthday peacefully passed away no cause of death given tuesday Big Rogers nationwide outage yesterday. Uh, service was spotty for so many people. Not everybody, though, because it wasn't like a complete outage. It was kind of weird. Just a lot of people and in pockets across Canada, they weren't able to call, text, whatever. They, their phones were, were turning into bricks in some ways. Well, we found out yesterday, and I found that this is, I just, I find this hilarious. They, they said, yeah, we got service restored. Thank you for your patience, all of that stuff. But uh, there was also some information they released saying, we have identified the root cause of the service issues and pinpointed a recent Ericsson software update that affected a piece of equipment in the central part of our wireless network. A software update is what we have to blame for the big outage yesterday. That's it. Major giant company grinding halt just for a temporary time at least. You know, the, the engineers definitely figured it out, but just brought to the knees for a moment at least by a software update. So the next time you're not feeling so productive at work, all you got to do is just tell the boss, hey, I'm so sorry, uh, software update, just, uh, just, ugh, what are you going to do? Great content for the day on the calendar. The 420 date, Vin Diesel, apparently, this is just released yesterday, though, uh, going to star in a live-action Rock'em Sock'em Robots movie. That's right. The 1990, uh, 1996, no, no, a little older than that, Steve. The 1966 tabletop boxing sensation, and it stars Red Rocker and Blue Bomber. They're going to be finally getting their day in the sun. In fact, in the UK, in a uh, fun fact, sorry, in the UK in the 1970s, uh, the game was actually sold under a different name. Sold as Raving Bonkers, and the robots were known as Basher Bonker and Biffing Bonker, which I am considering adopting as a pseudonym. That's awesome, but... Hang on here, hang on. The story of this new movie with Vin Diesel is about a father and son forming an unlikely bond over an advanced war machine. I thought they already made that movie, just, you know, without the official Rock'em Sock'em Robots license, the Mattel uh, A-OK. That movie was called Real Steel, and it starred huge jacked man, and to be honest, I did not watch it, so maybe it wasn't. We'll find out. Vin Diesel, good for you. Get that paycheck. Hey Alexa, play the Steve Reeve podcast. John Lennon's got a brand new old single out. Isolation has been re-released with a new music video as well to support the coming Ultimate Collection that's going to be spanning Lennon's entire career, from Beatles all the way to Plastic Ono Band. Uh, this new video for Isolation has been filled with Easter eggs, as filled with Easter eggs as your living room likely was at some point a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and as for the actual release date... This Friday is all you're going to have to wait for the ultimate collection for. Enjoy the music video in the meantime. We've also got some uh, news uh, that is unfortunate about Jethro. Uh, sorry, not, I was going to say Jethro Tull. My bad. Ted Nugent. Looking at two different articles here. Ted Nugent, uh, he is a COVID-19 denier, of course, singer of many songs, uh, many rock songs from days gone by. Uh, but uh, he unfortunately has also just been declared as having contracted coronavirus. There is the temptation to make a joke about the irony of the situation, the karma perhaps, but ultimately not happy about anybody catching this disease right now. Wednesday. Ancient championship. It's British. It's the town crier championships. It harkens back to a days of, of old where they used words like harken. 
Um, but in case they can't do it. Last year, it was just straight up canceled. This year, they were being so hopeful. They're like, we'll be able to do it. No problem. We'll be able to gather and have people shouting at the top of their lungs. No problem at all. Uh, not so much. So instead of canceling it for a second year in a row, I guess this this historical event is going to be conducted in complete silence for the first time ever. And I get it. We got to adapt to things, but I think that this is a little bit silly. They're just having people write out what they would cry out into the air, into the streets, into people's ears, and they'll have a min- minimum of or maximum, sorry, of 140 characters or 140 words. I mean, that's I mean. It's kind of like a tweet, a little bit extra, but still, you're being limited. Basically, these people are being told to conduct a tweet instead of actually be a part of this competition. The reason why they aren't doing it in person or online is because, well, they they couldn't get anybody to submit any good videos, uh, any good quality ones. So, you know, it, uh, Criers is right. Sounds like a bunch of whiny people running this competition. I think that the tradition might need to die at that point. Comic Sans, it's it's the, the bane of designer's existence. Just don't use it. Just don't use it. Yeah, it sounds fun, Comic Sans, but it's not just Sans Serif, it's Sans Good Taste is the, uh, the, uh, the generally held consensus, but I did see something that made me laugh. Comic Sans implies the existence of Tragic Sans. And I don't know, like, I mean, that's just going with just the two basics. I mean, we're going back into, like, the history of theater, Greek theater, like the two masks, the comedy mask and the tragedy mask. But I think there's more to it than that. It's not just comic sans and tragic sans. There should be fonts for fantasy sans, romance sans, dystopian sans. There should be thriller sans, horror sans, paranormal sans, historical fiction sans, science fiction sans, memoir sans, motivational sans, self-help sans, humor sans. Oh, I guess that's already comic. Darn children sans, though. And even travel sans. I don't know what any of them look like, but hey, get to it. Thanks for listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. The Guinness World Record for the lowest note sung by a female has been set this month by a Canadian singer named Joy Chapman. That's right, it's music news time. If you're wondering how low can she go in this vocal limbo contest, pretty low. La, 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 la. La, 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 la. <laughs> there it is. That is that lowest note. Uh, okay, out of my ears. Out of my ears. Pretty low. Uh, the long-awaited 15th studio album from Weezer is coming, and uh, it is going to be May 7th, the date that it finally, finally arrives. Uh, this was something that was due to be released last year, but for obvious reasons had to be postponed a bit. Uh, inspired by the guitar licks from Van Halen and similar bands, the album Van Weezer is going to sound presumably a little bit like this. Just a teaser that they released. The first actual single releases tomorrow. And we are on a milestone, a bit of a tragic one. It has been five years to the day since Prince passed away. So rest in peace to his royal everythingness. Just found out some news about a very, very important site on the internet, a pinnacle of your experience in using the internet. Uh, from years and years ago, at least. Uh, a portion of Yahoo is shutting down. Specifically, Yahoo Answers is going to be shutting down after 15 years of being in service. Whenever it was actually in service. I think it's time for another punch lineup. That's right, real quick. Yahoo Answers is shutting down 15 years after it launched. But where am I going to go to find out why? 
Alright, easy, low-hanging fruit. Yahoo Answers is shutting down after 15 years after it launched, and just less than 15 years after the last legitimate question was answered. Yahoo Answers is shutting down after 15 years uh, after it launched, because, yeah, who even uses Yahoo these days? Alright, alright, stick a move, stick a move, working on it. Yahoo Answers is finally shutting down 15 years after it launched. At least we still have Ask Jeeves, right? Guys, right? Where's Jeeves, guys? Thursday. From the City of Winnipeg Complaints Department that has actually gone viral. I've seen it posted on my own feed, but then when I saw it being shared in strange places on the internet, I knew the world knows about this incident. The world knows about Winnipeg's cereal bread sitter. As the post goes, do you know this person? Safeway on Osborne is looking for help identifying this cereal bread sitter. It has been an ongoing problem weekly since March. Despite repeated attempts to stop this person, it keeps happening. Police are now involved. If you can't see the picture for yourself, it is of a, a lady who has got a shopping cart in front of her. She's got her feet kicked up on the bottom rung of the shopping cart, you know, where you stuff the 24-pack of, of cans of soda. Um, and she's uh, sitting on a bench-looking structure that is not a bench whatsoever. It holds the bread. And instead of at least moving the bread out of the way so she could have her not-a-great-place-to-sit sit down, she's just sit right on top of them like they're the cushions that have been prepared for her. It's bizarre. Also, she's looking at her phone with her mask just down dangling around her chin, face all out of it and everything. Uh, yeah, you don't need to move the mask uh, down from your nose and mouth to be able to see your phone, miss. But I'm um, besides the point at this one. What is the weirdest, what is the strangest, what is the most bizarre behavior you've seen at the grocery store before? I need to know. Talking about weird behaviors at the grocery store because of this viral image that's come out of Winnipeg of somebody being a cereal bread sitter. Apparently it's been a weekly offense since March began. Holy cow. Um, as I'm wondering, what is it, the, uh, the behavior you see at the grocery store, what particular traits, what particular behaviors are the things that get under your skin? Got a few examples, like when people touch every single piece of produce before picking one. Okay, look, it's okay to pick something up that looks good. You know, you've identified, you've selected, and then you grab it and you go, Oh, mm, I was wrong, I didn't see the whole picture here, and then put it back. When you see the other side is gross. But at least try to look with your eyes first. Don't get grabby on every single piece. I hate that. Um, and then well, what about the people oblivious about their carts being in the way? Sometimes you see them straight up like diagonal across the entire aisle. Like they're trying to do their best ever given Suez Canal impression. It's awful. It's awful. And I also never understood getting into things in the store before you actually pay for them. I mean, that's like to a lesser degree. It doesn't really bug me. I just don't. I couldn't do it. You have every intention of paying. So you feel like it's already yours, but it's not. And what happens when your bank drops service just in time for you to hit the checkout? You're not carrying cash. At least I doubt it. And I'm sure 99 times out of 100, 99 times out of 100, it works. But what about that time that it doesn't? I'm just too anxious to play those odds, all right? You're listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast, Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. Music news coming at you right now. Prolific singer-songwriter uh, Jim Steinman, more on the songwriter side of things, best known for the music he wrote with Meatloaf, as well as Bonnie Tyler and Celine Dion, amongst others, has died. He passed away at the age of 73 in Connecticut. In a statement on his Facebook page written anonymously, says, with a heavy heart, we can confirm Jim's passing. There will be much more to say in the coming hours and days as we prepare to honor this giant of a human being and his glorious legacy. For now, do something that makes you feel young, happy, and free. He'd want that for you. Meanwhile, 
with Weezer and a brand new album coming out. They've also gone just as Weezer weird as usual with a giveaway of a Weezer Roomba with a W at the front, but the W is silent. That's right. You could win one of five Weezer skinned Roombas as long as you live in the 50 contiguous United States or the District of Columbia. Sorry, Canada. Sorry. I checked. It's no good to us. It's Earth Day today. The 51st Earth Day feels kind of funny to say that because, oh, the Earth has been around for a lot longer than that. And also, one day in the 365 doesn't quite cut it, but it's a celebration. It's a day to celebrate the planet and to understand that we do have a duty. We do. We have a stewardship duty. we got to take care of this sucker. It's the only planet we got. It's the only spaceship we have to ride. So let's make sure that it's still running in pretty good working order. And here's a reason why. Here's a bonus, a benefit. Studies show that being environmentally conscious is attractive. Put down the dating app, pick up the reacher grabber and those rubber gloves, and listen to this. 58% of singles say that caring about the environment is an attractive quality. Hmm. You shake that garbage bag open. 65% of women find people who care about the environment attractive. Cut that pop ring before you toss it. Cut it again, just like that. No loops left. 81% of singles are annoyed by littering. My heart goes thump-thump when trash goes to the dump-dump. And 74% say that littering is an actual deal-breaker. You've got to pick up before you can pick up. Have a happy Earth Day, people. Joining me on the phone line once again, Selena with our Fort McMurray SPCA and a big event coming this weekend. Unfortunately, not happening as we were hoping it would be able to, but happening much like it did last year. Tell us about the walk to end animal abuse. That's absolutely right. So this Sunday, April 25th, will mark the 10th annual Animal Abuse Prevention Day in the RMWB and the FMSPCA's 10th annual Walk to End Animal Abuse. And of course, like you said, we had a vision for this to be a great big event for us all to come together with our dogs and really bring that awareness um, in support of strengthening the municipal, provincial, and federal legislation regarding domestic animal protection. Unfortunately, COVID has has told us we're not going to have a big event, but still we want to bring that cause to light and, and show the support as a community. So we're asking residents to take a walk on Sunday, April 25th with their pets and snap a picture, upload that to the social media uh, with a hashtag of YMM, Walk to End Animal Abuse. And the FMSPCA will be showcasing those photos through our social media all, all day. You can upload directly to our Facebook page at FMSPCA as well. 10 years is a milestone. So, I mean, I, it's unfortunate we can't get a huge group of people together. I, I'm, I'm living for the day, honestly. Um, and I you know, have my hopes right. for next year, but it's, it's still a milestone. It's still important to mark that. So get involved, people. Yes, please. That, that, that's absolutely true. And we want to encourage people even to engage your ML to bring awareness to our current Animal Protection Act as it's been untouched since 2005. So definitely time to take a look at that and let's make some Neat, much needed upgrades. Yeah. Um, during during this, we always like to bring a little, shine a little bit of light on our Isabella Pause Fund, which is our emergency medical um, fund that allows us to ensure that our region's only animal shelter has the needed funds we are we need um, to be able to continue providing that emergency medical care to animals that do come in that have been experiencing that neglect and abuse and requiring that medical attention, so that we can keep going on that. 
Absolutely important. So important. So, I mean, so many causes just under the umbrella of the SPCA to help out with. And uh, it's coming to a head this Sunday with the walk to end animal abuse. And you can do it on your own time at your own pace. Just use the hashtag and get involved. Thank you so much, Selena. Thank you, Steve. (laughs) Friday. Good news, everyone! (laughs) There we go. The Mars Perseverance rover has been doing some very, very cool things. I mean, you might have even heard about the first time a helicopter's been flown on Mars. But now the Perseverance rover has been uh, taking some very early first steps in terraforming the red planet to make it a little bit more hospitable for us humans from Earth. Um, Now, I mean, long time, long time to uh, get to that point. Likely we'll see people, like, in enclosures on Mars, maybe even within our lifetime, but still, it's going to take a long time. But they wanted to do some experiments, test it out, makes a lot of sense. So, the news is, the Perseverance rover has made the first ever manufactured oxygen on Mars. Technically, making the start of the terraforming process happen this week. That's actually kind of insane. Now, I'm a little bit jealous because I release science experiment manufactured methane regularly, and all I get is an email about the lingering smell left in the studio, so a little chip on my shoulder. This dude has been missing. Uh, he doesn't, no one knows what he looks like because he hasn't been at work for 15 years and has still been getting a paycheck. This is a story out of Italy, actually, and he has gotten himself in trouble uh, to the tune of, like, he's raked in, like, almost... Almost a million dollars U.S. over those 15 years uh, without ever actually showing up to his job at a hospital. He was a he was a security uh, something or other and 67 years old named Salvatore now dubbed the king of absentees. Honestly, it's it is kind of impressive. I do. There's a part of me that's a little bit like Ron Burgundy where I'm like, I'm not even mad. That's amazing. But at the same time, I'm like, hey, no, no, we all have to work for our paycheck. You don't get to go and do that. We let our executives of giant corporations rake in tons of money without having to lift a finger. That's how we do it in this society. Come on now. So we're left to only, you know, wildly speculate as to what exactly he was doing with all of that spare time over the last 15 years. I don't see any diseases cured. Although, to be fair, that wasn't his job at the hospital. But I'm a little bit reminded of Milton Waddams from Office Space and how he was laid off five years prior to the movie's events, but no one ever told him. But due to a glitch in the payroll, much like this, a glitch in the payroll, he just kept getting that paycheck. So we just went ahead and fixed the glitch. Mm, Great. So uh, Milton has been let go. Well, just a second there, Professor. We, uh, We fixed the glitch. So he won't be receiving a paycheck anymore, so it'll just work itself out naturally. Hey, Alexa, play the Steve Reeve podcast. From the stiffly named Latest Record Project, Volume 1, Van Morrison has released a new song titled Love Should Come With a Warning. And it sounds a little bit like this. Love should come with a warning. I think with all of the broken-hearted love songs out there, it does come with a warning, but I love this record sound. It is very, very classic. Fortunately, we've got some sad news. Les McCown, uh, best known as the lead singer of the Bay City Rollers. Not the original, not even the last, but the one who was there during their hit-making period. Um, he has passed away. Uh, he died at the age of 65, and it was released in an official statement from his Twitter, but written by his family. Uh, Leslie died suddenly at home on Tuesday, April 20th. We are currently making arrangements and ask for privacy after the shock of our profound loss. Very, very sad. Lockdown foot is something that's being claimed in the UK. 
This is, uh, I guess, a reaction to people not putting on their footwear and going out of the house very much these days. I guess too much slipper life is causing people's arches to rebel. I think it's kind of hilarious. Lockdown foot. First of all, I mean, I don't know. I, I think things have been a little bit more strict in certain areas in the UK. Honestly, couldn't tell you offhand. I'd have to do my research, but I know that we haven't had a true lockdown here in Alberta whatsoever. And I know that a lot of people are just able to go out because we have so much space. We have a wide open area in Canada, in, in a lot of places anyway, to be able to go outside. So, I mean, we are getting our shoes on. I don't think we have to worry about lockdown foot. And down in America, they certainly don't. They wear their shoes inside the house. They got a whole different kind of foot problem, I'm sure. But is this something the Canadians should actually worry about? Or put on your tinfoil hat. Is this just a campaign to get us to buy shoes again? Honestly, could probably use them. I know that the shoes are intact, but the smell has still permeated over the last year. Transmission over. One more Steve. New podcast episodes happen every Friday or just tune into the Steve Reeve Show. Weekday mornings starting at 530 a.m. on 100.5 Cruise FM.